1: Joey Skinner from the Charlotte Independence is your ECNL, U18, U19 Boys Player of the Year. And now he's starting for UNC Greensboro, who just last week beat the number two team in the country, Clemson, showing what the ECNL can do for young players all over the country. And Corbin Albert, she won a national championship with Eclipse. She is the U18-U19 Girls Soccer Player of the Year. She's starting every game for Nate Norman, and they're winning almost every game. She also has a ton of points. Joey Skinner, Corbin Albert, your ECNL U18 and U19 Boys and Girls National Players of the Year, who also happen to be ECNL national champions. That's our show, and it starts after this message from the ECNL.
0: As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country. With a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean.
1: Kicking off this edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast with the ECNL National Player of the Year on the men's side, followed by the ECNL National Player of the Year on the women's side. On the men's side, UNC Greensboro freshman defender, Joy Skinner from the Charlotte Independence was named the ECNL National Player of the Year for the Under-18-19 Age Group. It's the latest accolade for Skinner, who was named the ECNL Mid-Atlantic Conference Player of the Year for their Under-18-19 Division earlier this month. Skinner is actually one of the leaders on the Spartans in points. He has already scored a couple goals and is the team leader in assists, and he had an assist in the impressive win just a few days ago over number 2 Clemson. And guess what? Joey Skinner from the Charlotte Independence, now UNC Greensboro, the ECNL National Player of the Year, joins me now. Joey, thanks so much for being on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for
1: having me. It's a real honor to be on here. Well, it's an honor to be with you. Let's start with the honor of being named the ECNL National Player of the Year. Obviously, great memories for you at the Charlotte Independence. What does this award mean to you?
2: It means a lot to me, to be honest. Like, All the work that I put in throughout the years, it's now kind of like it shows for itself. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, Because like uh, three years ago, I wasn't really even playing on my team. And to see now that I'm player of the year, it's like, it's kind of crazy. And it's just a lot of hard work put in throughout day and night. How about the timing of this announcement
1: and this win over number two, Clemson? I called the game Clemson against NC State when they just were too much to handle for NC state and UNC Greensboro under coach Rich, who I'm a big fan of what a victory over Clemson. You had an assist in that game. You started in that game. Talk about that as well. Fresh off being named the ECNL boys national player of the year.
2: Yeah, that was a great win. I mean, we just came out swinging from the very start. I mean, uh, if you don't know, we scored 85 seconds in and they hadn't conceded a goal, I think for six games running. So just to come in score 85 seconds in was huge for us yeah. It just gave us a lot of momentum, and then we just kept on going after him. I mean, I thought we kind of controlled most of the first half, and then I think it was the 31st minute. Um, it was just a really great team goal. It started from uh, we back pressed, won the ball, and he connected a few passes through the middle, and then it went out to me. I made a move inside and drove, and then it just all unfolded, played my friend, and he cut across, and Theo Colon finished it off, and it was just, it was just a great team goal. And we went crazy for that one. So we went in 2-0 at halftime. And then we came out and Clemson came strong because we knew they were going to come out strong as we were up 2-0 at halftime. So they come out and they end up getting one back. I think it was the 60th minute. So uh, we kind of had to regroup and just, like, focus and be determined to get out and grind it out. And then I believe it was the 80th minute, we got the third one. And it kind of gave us this comfort zone, like, oh, we like, can kind of put this game away to bed. We just got to defend well for the rest of the game. And... We saw it out, and it was just a huge win for us. Like, Celebrated with the fans after the game. Coach Rich was just giving us a great speech after the game. We were celebrating with him. And he told us before the game, he said, Clemson's the best team in the country, in my opinion, but we're going to be the best team that Clemson's played so far. And he was right about that. We were the best team they played. And so so proud of the boys that we came out with this victory. Well,
1: you mentioned Chris Rich. I'm a huge fan of him. I've known him for a very long time and so proud of the job he's done at UNCG. And I know he's proud of you winning the ECL National Player of the Year. I'm reading a direct quote from him that he said, quote, Joey is very deserving of this award. He had an incredible senior year with Charlotte Independence, which was capped off by winning a national championship. We are extremely excited to have a player of Joey's caliber here at UNCG. He's off to a great start. And we are very excited to see what he can accomplish here in Greensboro. And part of what he can accomplish is knocking off Clemson. When you hear a guy like Chris Rich talk about you like that, I feel like there's actually, to pardon the pun, some richness in it because Chris Rich is a genuine quality human being.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a real honor to have a coach like that. His it's Kyle say something about that to me. So like, he's been saying that since uh, when I committed when I was a junior. He's like, I really believe in you. Like, I believe you can do great things here. Just keep, like, grinding when I was still in the academy. And so that was just my goal, just to keep going throughout the academy. Hopefully, I honestly did not expect to win a national championship. That was crazy for our team, for the Charlotte Independence. But I just kept on going and had my goal just on UNCG. And he told me a lot of things, like, I'm going to bring this program back to where it should be. And we're bringing all these great players, and everything he said so far has come true. Like our team, like just just off this last one against Clemson, like we just knocked off the second team in the country, and we have a lot of great players around us. And I think this team is really starting to shine to see like what we can do on a national level. So it's really great to be playing under a head coach like Chris Rich.
1: We're gonna work our way
2: back because you are not too far
1: removed from winning that ECNL national championship with the Charlotte Independents. Walk us through that run and remind us who you beat in the semifinals, who you beat in the final, where it was played, and all the great memories that came with it.
2: Yeah, it was a really crazy start. So, uh, it was only four games. That's how it was for the U-19s. So, our first game was against PDA. We ended up tying them 4-4 and winning the penalties. And our goalkeeper, Lucas Hockey, just came up big and made a big save, a couple of saves at the end, got us the win. So, that was our first one. And then we went on to play Real SoCal. I think they were the number two seed. And we ended up beating them 1-0. It was a really great defensive performance by us. Just held it down the back after we conceded four in the first game. In the semifinals, we played, uh, I think it was FSC or FSA from Connecticut. Um, something about that game, we just had a really strong start. Uh, went up 3-0 at half. And then we ended up winning that game 5-1. It was a really dominating performance for a semifinal in a national level. And then we played San Diego Surf. They were a really good team. They were definitely the best team we played. And we ended up being in 1-0 after a goal right at halftime. And then we just it out at the end, strong defensive performance. And like you said, the memories about that, I'll never forget those moments after the final whistle, just hugging my teammates, hugging my coaches. It was just, just a great thing to celebrate after all the work we've been putting over the years because our goal was to win a national championship that year. And that's what we did. So I'm just really proud of the guys.
1: Incredible. Remind us where that championship was held for the ECNL. It was in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Only fitting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's going to kick off kind of us getting to know you a little bit better, Joey Skinner. So tell us uh, where you grew up, where your mom and dad are, do you have brothers and sisters, and then walk us through your your path of soccer. You know, you started here, maybe you played some other sports, then you went there when you joined the ECNL. Don't leave anything out. Okay, Joey?
2: So I was born in uh, Rochester, New York, but I grew up, and lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, my whole life. I really love Charlotte. It's grown to be my home. A lot of great people there. Made a lot of great memories there, especially this past summer as well. And so I have my parents, my dad, Bob, my mother, Lisa Skinner, and I have one brother and one sister. My brother, Matthew, he's also on the UNC Greensboro with me. He's a junior. And then I have uh, my sister, Allie. She is a junior in high school, and she plays soccer basketball and uh, volleyball so she's a multi-sport athlete but I started playing soccer since before I can remember to be honest I had to be like three or four Uh, I've grown to really love this game and when I first found out I really loved the game was probably I think I was I'd say a sophomore in high school when uh I don't know so it was my fall season my sophomore high school Uh, I was not playing like oh I think I played 40 minutes maybe the fall season and I really, like, didn't really want to play anymore. And I was thinking about quitting. But then something happened over that break where I just kind of worked. And I started, like, getting a little more minutes. And then I became a starter. Started playing every game, the whole game. I really started falling in love with the sport just because of the competitiveness of it and just wanting to win and be with my teammates. So once that happened, like, I just really started falling in love with the game. But back to when I was younger, I started playing this uh, place called Striker Soccer Center where uh, it's like, how do I say it? It's like little turf fields, but um, the ball is always in play. Like There's walls so you can like use the kickboard to like make a move or something like that. So I grew up there playing since I was a really young kid. There's a lot of great people at that club. I don't know if you know who Daniel Steven is. He he went to Virginia. He graduated about, or he didn't graduate, but he went uh, pro after now he plays for NCFC in the USL yeah. League One. Other games, yeah, ball. yeah. yeah. Uh, his uh his parents that own striker soccer center so or his family does so they're great people i've been around them for a lot of my life and then i joined charlotte independence it used to be called the carolina rapids before independence took over but when i was i would say 14 started i was in the development academy before that all that stuff happened with covid but our team wasn't really great it was a lot of the players from uh our team that just won the championship we were all still together but we weren't great like we were just a team. We were just mediocre at best, mid table, I'd say, and it went on that for U14 U15. and U15. Then U16, that's when we started like getting better because we were with the older guys. We like kind of learned from them the competitiveness and like the desire to win. So after that that season, we made it to the playoffs with the DA, and we got knocked down the first round though, which was disappointing. But the next season, it was our it was basically us again, same guys from when we were U14, U15, and we started just. To learn how to, to win and just like why we wanted to win, why we wanted to play the sport. And we really just started doing really well and we were winning a lot of games. And then COVID hit, kind of, it was really disappointing because we were, I think, 11th or 12th in the country with the DA. And that caught cut. So it was my first year with the ECNL last year. And what a year it was. Kind of dominated our conference. Uh, we won, we lost two games in the Mid Atlantic all year. One was the our rivals, CSA. Actually, it was we lost to both CSAs, the ECNL and the Charlotte Soccer Academy. So it was really disappointing losing them, but it's a great test. Always playing against them, and then the playoffs happened. It's crazy. So it was just really great. We're great, thanks. So just one year
1: in the ECNL, and you walk away as the ECNL National Player of the Year and a national champion as he helped the Charlotte Independents win the under-19 national championship game. You heard him break that down earlier. He was also named to the all-conference team of the Mid-Atlantic region. And starting every match, Joey Skinner scored 11 goals and had eight assists in 22 games, including a hat trick. Do you remember who you scored that hat trick against, Joey?
2: I do. Uh, We scored. We were playing against Wilmington Hammerheads in Wilmington. And I was training with the uh, the first team with the Charlotte Independence for a while. So it was like my first game back in like two months, maybe, I think. And I started at the sixth that game. I was playing CDM. And I scored a hat trick in the first half. And we went up. We were up 5-0, I think. I scored one with my right foot. Cut, cut it onto my right. I hit it, head off the post and went in. And then uh, had a late run, a uh, back post run. And. My friend Noah Bierman put it right on my foot. My right foot again, I scored. And then the last one, just dribbled the keeper, put it in. We were at 5-0 half. We ended up win that game 8-0. Just a really great win for us on the road, too. So that's the time why I did score a hat-trick and won one and only hat-trick I've ever scored. <laughs>
1: Here with Joey Skinner, the Charlotte Independence former ECNL superstar who's been named the ECNL National Player of the Year after leading the Charlotte Independence to the ECNL National Championship. And if I heard you correctly, it was your first and only year in the ECNL and all these great things happened to you, right? Yes, sir. Incredible. Now, along the way, it's clearly a story of resilience as you were very open about the fact that you weren't playing very much. You thought about quitting. What do you think was the the tipping point that sparked the fire again for you to stick with it, Joey? Because uh, clearly that resiliency has paid off.
2: Uh, honestly, I think it was my dad. He he asked me, he was like, do you want to like, go down a level? Or do you want to just play with the club? And I was like, honestly, I don't know, like maybe. But I said no because I really, I, there was something about me where I still thought like, I could really do this, I can like get better. And he always tells me this one thing. He and I kinda live by this every day now. He always tells me to stay hum, um <clears throat> to stay hungry and humble. And I just live by that every day. And because there's always room for improvement, even uh, say I won like No National Play of the Year, like I still can get better every single day, have practice and just to stay humble because I know what it's like not to play. So like there's no reason if I am playing, just to, like boost myself like crazy. So I always try to stay humble in that manner as well.
1: I like that. And I I got a feeling that uh, your coach now at UNC Greensboro follows that same model because uh, he's extremely humble man, Chris Rich, and always brings a smile to everybody's face. i would be interesting to know the recruiting process for you because here you are, you weren't playing very much, probably weren't getting noticed that much. You have this breakout year and you probably picked UNCG before this breakout season that led to you being named the ECNL player of the year. What was the recruiting process? Like how many teams were going after your services, Joey Skinner?
2: My recruitment process was very quick. Um, I committed. My junior year, when I in September, so I think it was a month in, because my brother already uh, was here at UNCG, and my thing was I just really wanted to play with him like my whole life. I always wanted to play in a competitive manner with him. And then Chris Rich, uh, he was just named the head coach, I believe like a month or two before, and he was just telling me he's like, "Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this program. We're gonna make it something very special. Like, like, you're gonna help me do this." And I was like, "I really," I was like, "Okay, I bought into it." And so far, it's been like exactly what he said. And then some of the other teams that were recruiting me, uh, UNC Charlotte was one, UNC Asheville, and then Appalachian State, which doesn't have a program anymore, but those are the only other schools that were recruiting me at the time.
1: It's interesting in this crazy world of transfer portal. And the great thing about your story is your brother's already there. You're knocking off Clemson. So please tell me you're not going anywhere, Joey. But <laughs> obviously in this world, you could easily like switch gears now and say, hey, I want to play in the ACC. But now UNCG has proven they can beat anybody in the ACC by, by beating Clemson. Tell me that till you're going to stay put right there with uh, UNC
2: Greensboro. Yeah, I have no plan on leaving anytime soon. I mean, we just beat the uh, uh, Con- or Clemson. I mean, it was <laughs> nothing more to that we beat Clemson. They were, I th- I believe they're the ACC favorites this year. Um, and when I was watching the game back, I know we were the SoCon uh, uh, favorites, and we're playing against ACC favorites. Come on top! I I, I believe our team right now, like we we haven't lost the last four games, five games, I believe. So I believe- I believe we can compete with anyone in the country right now. And
1: you come in flying high because of that one year for the East. See how a year's not a long time, but if you can be reflective and talk about the structure, talk about uh, the competitive level, talk about how ECNL really does prop up teams and players to get to the next level, can you spend a little bit of time talking about what the ECNL did to help you get to where you are today?
2: Yeah, I mean, the ECNL, is really, it's a really competitive league. I mean, day in and day out, every weekend we play, we're playing tough teams. that we Sometimes you have to grind it through. And they, there's a lot of competition going into it, and especially playoffs. Like, I said it <clears throat> when I won, or when I got Conference Play of the Year for Atlanta. Atlanta, like, national playoffs, just those four games, I thought, like, I gained so much experience just playing against all those great players. Like, I'm assuming a lot of the guys that I played against are, are at their respective colleges now doing whatever they're doing. So it's just a really great level. And if you're going to make it to the very end, that's where you're going to find the best competition. And you're just going to become a better player by playing all these great teams and players and by their coaches, too.
1: Well, and I want to get into that as we're here with Joey Skinner, who was recently named the ECNL National Player of the Year after leading the Charlotte Independence to the ECNL national championship and pretty much you've already encapsulated some incredible memories right Uh, as you broke down winning that championship now winning the player of the year beating clemson so normally i do memories and mentors i feel like you checked off the memories how about mentors you've had some key coaches along the way i definitely want to know your ecnl coach but who are some other coaches that played a key role in your development uh
2: definitely so i'll start with when i said i was a sophomore my coach at the time his name is Kyle He didn't play me at all my fall season, but he always believed in me. And he told me that, too. And he just told me just to wait on my opportunity. Like, whenever you get your chance, just take full advantage of it. And that's exactly what I did when he gave me that chance. I took an opportunity. And it's just something about it. He just kept me motivated throughout the season just to keep going all the time. And then even when I did start playing, he was just like, tell me, I'm proud of you. Like, just keep going. Like, you're doing well. And then even when I committed to, he was like, I'm really proud of you. Like the way you came up throughout this team was like really inspiring for like even younger players too. I was like, Oh, thank you so much. So that was one coach. Um, another was, or our coach this past year, we won the championship with Jeff Billick. Um, that guy's class. I love Jeff Billick. He really just believes in every single one of the players on our team. And especially I love this training sessions. Like, A lot of the coaches' training sessions were, like, real tactical and stuff like that. He really just let us play most of the time. Like, every Tuesday night, especially we had this thing called competition night where we just make three teams and then we just play all night. And it just gets really competitive. And, honestly, I just thought it made me and my teammates better just playing against each other because you're playing against your friends. Like, you don't want to lose. Like, because say you do lose, they're going to talk trash you after. You don't want that happening. So, I just thought it made us all better. Plus, he just believed in all of us give us the courage and motivation to go all the time He was a really good coach as well so I give a lot of I owe a lot to him for making me a better player over the last two years and just making all of us better players over the last two years he's a great coach.
1: What is your message to the younger ECNL boys and girls that will be listening to this show and I'm confident in knowing that uh, both boys and girls that play in the ECNL will listen because it's the Show that features the ECNL National Players of the Year, both on the boys and girls side. What is your message to them? Particularly knowing what you went through. I mean, you admitted you were going to quit, and here you are holding not one but two uh, trophies or plaques, whatever. I'm not. Uh, we'll get to what they give you for being the ECNL Player of the Year, but uh, you're the ECNL National Champion as well. What's your message to these young men and, and, and boys and girls that uh, are listening
2: to this show? A message is just to never give up, no matter how hard it may seem. Sometimes, like if you're not playing at all, just never give up and just always stay determined to get better. Because yeah, like I said, I told you, this, well, I told you earlier, but like I wasn't playing. I just never. I wanted to quit, but there's just something inside me. Like just never give up and to never like be doubtful. Like always, like just work on your craft. Like the even my dad tells me this sometimes too. Um, if you want to get better, you have to go out and do it by yourself. Sometimes, like, yes, training sessions from coaches will make you better, but if you really want to get to the next level, you got to go out when there's no one else out there, and you just got to work all the time. And I started doing that a lot my junior and senior year, and it really helped me for the better. So that's just my message for the kids that would just be listening, or for the future ECNL players listening now.
1: Yeah, what what a great message, and and. I mean, do you remember that, you know, I use that word already and I use it a lot sort of tipping points is uh, we've all had unique tipping points uh, in our life, you know, key moments that trigger us to do something uh, powerful or something meaningful or make a difference. Uh, You know, do you remember like sitting at home, you know, after contemplating quitting, when you said you looked at the
2: soccer ball, you looked at yourself and you said, I'm going to work. Yeah. I mean, especially over that, uh, It was over December because we get off in December and then we come back in January, just going out to the fields. And big props to my man, Austin Hardy, he was on my team. He would go out with me, me and him, just to work all the time. I mean, it definitely paid off for both of us because right now he's at Georgia Southern. And uh, just something about that, just going out. And it's fun, too, like going out and working by yourself. Like it may seem hard, but it's going to pay off for the better. And you'll see it in your game because you'll start improving even more and more on a daily basis
1: beyond the game as you push forward what kind of degree are you looking forward to getting at uncg and what are your future plans are you now so into it that you wouldn't mind playing pro or are you also working on taking advantage of the fact that you can get an education while you play the game that you love
2: yeah um my goal i want to go pro one day i really hope i could and i feel like if i just keep working like i believe i can i just just want to keep working every single day day in and day out to achieve that goal but obviously at the same time I'm going to class every day I uh, hope to get my bachelor's degree and one day right now I'm majoring in business so maybe I'll be like a, I kind of want to be like a salesman one day that's what my dad does but I'm really not sure what my future looks like if I want to like continue to try play soccer so I'd have to figure it out probably in the next three four years. As we close
1: the loop with Joey Skinner, the ECNL National Boys Player of the Year, also an ECNL National Champion, and more right here, right now, the winner of a big game over number two Clemson for... Coach Chris Rich at UNC Greensboro. That's right. They knocked off the number two team in the country in convincing fashion by a score of three to one, closing the loop. Where are you going to hang your ECNL National Player of the Year? I don't know if you've gotten your plaque yet or what you get. And maybe you got a, a medal for winning the national champion. Where is that right now?
2: We did get a medal and a hat and a shirt for winning a player for the championship. Right now, I left my medal at home just because all my medals I've won throughout the years I'll hang out with in my room on this one loop. And obviously, I had to put that one where I could see it the most because that's definitely the most important one to me by far. So I just left it there. I brought my hat with me, though. I wear it sometimes when I'm on campus, which is like brings me back memories from a couple months ago when we won it. So <laughs> I'm not sure about what I'm going to do with the plaque, so Probably just give, maybe give, keeping my room at home or, or something. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, let your mom and dad look at it. Cause it sounds like they played a, a big role. Let's end with this. When you hear these four letters, just tell, put into words
2: what it means to you and the four letters are simply E-C-N-L. Yeah. It's, it's really important to me over this past year. It's, it's a great league to improve your game, to make you better, to get you ready for the next level. That's really my message is to get you ready for the next level. Cause obviously I played in E-C-N-L last year and I'm having success now in college. So, obviously it did something right for me <laughs> amen full stop
1: period joey skinner the reigning ecnl national player of the year and reigning ecnl national champion with the charlotte Independents. thanks for kicking off this week's edition of breaking the line the ecnl podcast
2: thank you dean thank you for having me on breaking the line podcast
1: Certainly my pleasure, Joy. Congrats on all your success at UNC Greensboro and being named the ECNL Player of the Year and winning an ECNL National Championship. Speaking of ECNL Players of the Year, how about on the U18-U19 girls' side? Corbin Albert, now starting every game for Nate Norman and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and scoring points in buckets. Corbin Albert, the real deal and a fun interview as well. Corbin Albert. ECNL, U18, U19, Girls Player of the Year, and an ECNL national champion when we return.
0: Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport, because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels. We've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players, fans, and coaches since 1984. Living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves, our goal at Soccer.com is to inspire you to play better, cheer louder, and have more fun. Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game.
1: Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. We are spending time with the boys and girls ECNL U18, U19 Players of the Year. It's now time to meet the female player of the year. It's Corbin Albert, who did all kinds of great things with the Eclipse Select SC an extremely talented team, the 18 U19 national champions. In fact, they also in 2017 were the U14 national finalists, ECNL Midwest Conference Player of the Year in 18 and 19. And then again here now in 2021. She's been a part of the All-America team since 2018. She's been a part of the ECNL Champions League best 11 at U16 and U17. And She's a current freshman for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish under my good friend Nate Norman, who I used to call when he's with the Carolina Railhawks. She has started every game so far, right, Corbin? Every game you started? Yep, so far. All right, four goals and two assists. As we're recording this, they're getting ready to play Boston College, and then when this is released two days from now, they'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina to take on NC State. So it's the ECNL, U18, U19 National Player of the Year, now playing for Notre Dame, Corbin Albert. Corbin, welcome to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Thank you, Dean. Obviously, the ECNL has been an important part of your life. Talk about how old you were when you started with the ECNL, and then talk about what it meant to end with the National Championship and the Player of the Year Award. Um,
3: I started at age 13, going to 14 at um, Eclipse. I had played... Um, before that with multiple clubs and when we won the national championship it was just it was an amazing experience Um, our team worked so hard to get there and it took so many steps to get there and once that happened it was just it was just an amazing experience
1: so let's go back to that national championship remind us where it was and if you can walk us through I think there's usually at least four games to win walk us through at least your final four games or three or four games, or at least the championship game, whatever you can remember.
3: Yes. What I remember it was in Florida and um, our last three games were very tough games. And we knew that going into um, those games and um, we just made sure we just did what we did. We played hard. We um, try to open up the teams because the teams were played very compact and um, we kept, making sure we did those little giving goes, um, especially with me and Nina Nicosia and Julia uh, Simon. We played those giving goes and we ended up winning the national championship.
1: And tell us about your coach. So we like to do shout outs. Who was your coach when you won the national championship? And maybe who are some other coaches that have made a difference in your development?
3: Yes, my coach at Eclipse was Messi and Mark McGillian. And um, they were just amazing role models. They would always help us um, be the best players we could be. Um, They would push us beyond what we could do. Um, They made sure that we got to the next level if that was um, playing with the Red Stars Reserves team. And yeah, they were just amazing role models for all of us on the team. And I didn't have many other role models except them on my team, Nessie. And he was just an amazing person to be around.
1: All right. Awesome. We're here with Corbin Albert, who is the ECNL player of the year and a national champion attacking center mid. I understand you have four brothers and one sister. Now growing up, did they play with you a lot or did you have to find your own teams? Um, I didn't
3: play much with them because I was the youngest. So they were way older than me, but I looked up to my brothers and sisters when they played. I, Looked about how they played their game and I just used how they played and their experiences and I added to that, so I took what they did on the field, and then I also added to my game. And they were also very high level players, so it was very nice and very important for me to take um, pieces of their game and add it to mine.
1: All right, let's get to know you a little bit better. I'm thinking since you played for the Eclipse, you're from the Chicago area, but that may not be necessarily the case. But talk about where you grew up, maybe what your mom and dad do. Talk about uh, the first year you remember playing soccer when you finally made it to ECNL and just a little bit of your journey, if you can.
3: So I started playing at Evanston when I was a little kid. I was um, playing up many years and about two, two or three years up. And my mom, she's a private, um, she does private training. So I coached under her my whole life. She trained me, she, we did everything together. Um, she took a lot of the German style and um, created a curriculum. And I learned many of those skills. And then I ended up teaching um, and helping others learn the same thing. I went from Evanston to FCB for a little bit. Um, I think they changed names now. Um, And then from FCB, I went to uh, Eclipse. And in between those transitions, I also played at Advantage, which was my mom's um, privately trained company that I could, you know, train at and get better at. And I, I just played at those different types of clubs until I got to Eclipse and Eclipse really took care of me and they made sure I got what I needed.
1: Okay, so now you're rolling along you are good enough to be named the ECNL national player of the year help your team to win a national championship somewhere, probably before that the recruiting process started, what can you share with us about that how many different schools did the final decision come down to and then what made you eventually pick Notre Dame as your final destination.
3: So I remember playing up a couple years and I don't remember where the showcase was exactly, but I remember it was one of my first tournaments playing um, like at Eclipse. And I just remember just playing my hardest. And right after that, um, uh, Notre Dame reached out to me and they're like, yeah, we've been watching you for a long time. And I was just, I was stunned by that. I was like, wow, this is so cool. And growing up i didn't know many colleges i didn't know what was out there i kind of just stayed in my own little bubble and made sure i got what i needed to do and i did everything i could and i would watch uh Lionel Messi, so that was like how i could figure out where i needed to go where my next steps were and that's what i need to do to get better and ultimately train and um, there wasn't many schools out i was interested at the time um i just Heard from Notre Dame and I was like, "Wow, that's that's amazing! I want to go to that school right now." Mm-hmm. Um, I was a couple other colleges. Penn State was one of them I was looking at. Um, I was going to go to Pepperdine. I was looking at that. Decided that wasn't it for me. But what ultimately got me to commit to Notre Dame was just the family and community that it offered. I remember going to my first practice here and. All the girls were just so welcoming and when they were practicing it was such like a friendship and team environment and they were all laughing together having fun and I just loved doing that too and then once the coach blew the whistle it was like game game time let's get this done let's work hard get this practice done and learn everything that we need to learn. I was very motivated and pushed towards that to commit to Notre Dame.
1: I love hearing that you're like 8-1-1 during this recording. That means you're off to a great start and that you're playing for Nate Norman. One of the things I've always admired about him is he's admitted that he's got some anxiety issues that he has to deal with. And I'd like to think, and I could probably tease with Nate, that 8-1-1, there's a whole lot less anxiety, right? But he often talked about how his players help him through some of those issues that's kind of cool as as well that's a little bit more about that family attitude as well I would say.
3: Yeah Nate helped me through many things and so as my other teammates here Notre Dame um, if, if one of our teammates needs help we just come together and make sure that we can help each other and get through it and we understand that we're all human beings and that we're all gonna mess up sometimes we're gonna have anxiety and all these things and it's just important that we come together as a team and make sure that we're all okay so we can get on the field and do what we need to do.
1: You're off to a rock and start with these four goals and two assists. Who was your first goal against and what do you remember about that? Because I've got to believe that's probably something you'll never forget.
3: Um, I don't remember my first goal. <laughs> I, it just happened. I didn't even realize it it went in the back of the net and I was just kind of stunned for a couple seconds. I just, I just know I, I put it in the back of the net and ultimately it was just an awesome experience. All my teammates coming around me and just cheering me on. Um, it was just, it was amazing.
1: Now, when something like that happens now that you've moved on from ECNL, do you still hear from some of your ECNL players? I'm guessing maybe even some of them play with you at Notre Dame, but they're probably all over the place, right? Because usually if you win a national championship, a good majority of those players make it to the next level.
3: Yeah, I still talk to many of them. I talk to Julia Simon. She's on Louisville right now. And I do talk to Ella Richardson, who I'm going to play on Sunday tomorrow. So that's going to be a really fun experience. I want to beat her really bad. Sorry, Ella. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still talk to them. I, we are very close. So we Snapchat a lot. That's the new thing, Snapchat. Um, we talk to each other and we just you know, keep updating each other on our lives.
1: When you think about how ECNL has prepped you for the next level and then also maybe taught you about uh, being a great teammate, a little bit about camaraderie, what would you say that being in such a competitive league, could you just talk about how much that helped you develop?
3: Yeah, um, being in that competitive league really helped me develop and noticing what I need to work on um, individually by myself. And yes, practice is a time to uh, work hard and to, to be able to compete with your teammates. But also it's important that I go off and make sure I do individual work at the same time and that you're doubling the amount of work that you're doing so you can get better than the next person next to you. Um, Being in that competitive environment, there's people all over the, across the country that are also doing um, extra work to get better. And just knowing that, that there's other people trying to get better than you it just pushes you further to be better than the next person next to you.
1: Finally, as we close it out, those four brothers and one sister, how about giving them some shout outs? And if they did play in college, maybe mentioning where they did play in college, uh, go ahead and say their names and uh, what they, what they did in college.
3: Yeah. I'll give a shout out to my oldest brother, DJ. Uh, He played at the university in Cincinnati. I'll give a shout out to my sister Tegan. She plays at Olivet Nazarene university right now. Yeah. Just great people. And Yeah, those are the two that I would give shout outs to. Sorry for my other siblings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's awesome. Last thing, and this uh, is a little bit more reflective, but I've been asking uh, pretty much all of our guests on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, just simply put, uh, when you think about these four letters, what does it mean to you? And that is ECNL.
3: ECNL. What does that mean to me? The E would stand for experience. I would get a lot of experience from that. C would be creativity. There's so much creativity on every team, and you just don't know what's coming next.
1: Never give up, maybe, for the end.
3: The L, I would say, probably stands for love for me. I just, I just like that. Um, <laughs> other people and the teammates, just to um, show respect to
1: other people around you. That's important, especially in these days. Uh, Love is definitely important when we're trying to make sure everybody is respected. And I like that final answer. Corbin, Albert, listen, congratulations on being the ECNL reigning player of the year. Congratulations on your ECNL national championship. Also, congratulations on a great start as a freshman for Nate Norman in the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Hope to see you in the ACC tournament and advancing in the NCAA tournament. Corbin Albert, congratulations all the way around, and thanks for being on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: I want to thank Corbin Albert and Joey Skinner, your U18-19 Girls and Boys National Players of the Year, respectively, both of them ECNL National Champions, on their teams as well. I also want to thank the great people at ECNL, including Jen Winnegal, Jason Cutney, Christian Lavers, Doug Bracken, and the gang, as well as Andrea Wheeler, Jacob Bourne, and the creative team for the ECNL. I want to thank our producer, Colin Thrash, for each and every one of them. And all of you, I'm Dean Linke. We'll see you in two weeks for another edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
0: From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, Gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best. For the athletes who give everything, nothing beats Gatorade. The studied, tested, and proven fuel of the ECNL. ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed, and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game. Thanks for listening to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com and if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest please email us at info@theecnl.com breaking the line the ecnl podcast is an ecnl production ecnl more than a league